Hello, it's Gabby here for you. Before we jump onto this week's podcast, I just want to let you know about two ways that you can work with me. First of all, I do one-to-one coaching and I do that via Zoom so we can jump on a Zoom call at a time to suit you. The second thing I've got for you is an online coaching course that's 12 modules that you can download straight away now. There will be a link somewhere around these podcast notes. And this is the course that I've designed and it's got everything in it that I wish I'd have known when I finished cancer treatment and I was lost. So you can download that course now and you can start working towards making this your happiest and healthiest year ever. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you think. Take care. Bye-bye. Hello there. It's Gabby here from Confidence After Cancer and I hope this finds you well. This week's podcast is all about how you can keep your career after cancer treatment ends. And it's something that's very close to my heart. And it's something that I work with a lot of my clients about is how can you go back to your job or your career after cancer treatment finishes? Is it possible to do that and work it as productively and as well as you did before the treatment started? And I've got seven top tips for you today of how you can make that transition back to work, work for you. Okay, and I just want to start off with some statistics. You may know this already, but they've come from an organisation called um, Work After Cancer. And you probably know one in two of us will be diagnosed with cancer in our lifetimes. That's the sobering truth. The good news is that more of us will beat cancer than ever before. And survival rates have doubled since the 1970s. So treatment is getting better. We know that. I've got another statistic here. 47% of those working when diagnosed with cancer had to give up work or change role as a result of their cancer diagnosis. And cancer survivors are 1.4 more times likely to be unemployed. And that's quite sobering, isn't it? And it may be, you know, for some people, it's a positive thing that they change after cancer treatment. It may be they decide the career they had before. It's not serving them anymore. They want to maybe have a bit more balance in their life. But And that's great if that's a positive choice that you're making. What I don't really want to happen to you if you're listening to this is that you feel forced into making that decision because everything just seems too much. And I know for me, I struggled with this for quite a long time after my treatment finished. And I did a lot of reflecting on my lifestyle and the way that I was living. And I really believe that the stress was a major contributing factor to me getting sick. And I didn't want to go there again. But did that mean that I have to give up my career? And I don't believe it does. And again, we're all on our own personal journey and there's no judgment here. What I'm here to say is, I'm here to support you and I've got a lot of information that may help you if you are struggling with returning to work after cancer or wondering whether you really can continue in your career, maybe the career that is stressful, maybe the career that is long hours. What can you do about that? And it's stating the obvious, but if you're a cancer survivor, you know that the cancer isn't over when the treatment is over. Life goes on. But it is an opportunity for us to reflect and think about what is working in our life and what isn't working in our lives and what changes do we want to make. And I really believe you've got a choice as a cancer survivor. You have a choice of what mindset you have. Do you want to be a survivor who is scared of everything, scared of the cancer coming back, 
scared of what food to eat, scared of what things to do in life in case they make you sick? Are you scared of feeling out of control? Because once you get that cancer diagnosis for a while, there is a feeling of being out of control. You know, the doctors, the medics, they're taking over your life. They're telling you what treatment you need to have. You can't control that you've got cancer. And that is a scary thing to live with. And that's fine for a short period of time. But you don't want to live the rest of your life in fear. Well, I certainly didn't. I really wanted to employ the mindset of a thriver. And so for me, a thriver has got a very different mindset, very open minded to think, Okay, I'm not going to beat myself up about choices that I've made in the past that maybe weren't serving me very well. I'm just going to determine that I'm going to make better choices in the future. Can't change the past, can we? We can only change the present and plan for the future. Now, I am in the UK, I'm in Manchester in England, and I know um, a lot about the legal requirements in the UK. So I'm going to talk to that and know that not everybody listening to this podcast might be in the UK. But in the UK, we are covered by the Equality Act of 2010. And that says, um, it's a very lengthy piece of legislation, but the gist of it is really that the minute you get a cancer diagnosis, you are covered by the Equality Act for the rest of your life. And part of that, as it relates to employment, is you are perfectly entitled to ask for reasonable adjustments to your working patterns. If you choose to return to your job, you are allowed to ask for help and your employer is legally obliged to help you to make allowances, to make adjustments, reasonable adjustments. And so the seven top tips that I want to talk to you about are how well, how do you manage that? Particularly as I was, as I was always somebody who took pride in the fact that I was quite independent. I didn't really want to ask for help. I didn't want to be seen as being weak. I didn't want to be seen as being ill. I wanted to be seen as um, a valuable member of my company. And I still am. And I can tell you my top tips for that. So the first one is, if you're thinking about returning to work, is thinking about your communication, particularly with your line manager. And it may well be, depending on your line manager, they may be sympathetic, they may be understanding. They may not be very knowledgeable about their legal obligations. And you might have to educate them a little bit and tell them, yeah, I am covered by the Equality Act. And that, you know, is a difficult thing for some people to say, but you have to keep that communication going with your line manager and make sure that they're well aware they have a legal obligation to keep you well, not just physically, but mentally as well. So the second top tip I've got for you is you may have to educate your line manager and you can research the Equality app. You can reach out to me. I can give you more information all about that. But basically, the simple fact is your line manager has to talk to you, work with you, make sure that your return to work is safe and comfortable for you. OK, and so my third top tip is have a realistic return to work plan. Do not expect after your treatment is finished that you're going to bounce back full of energy to be the person that you were before. It takes time. OK, so just ease yourself into work legally. You're allowed to have a phased return and that takes as long as it takes. Do not put yourself under pressure. And so my fourth top tip is to start off by under committing. And that might be quite difficult if you are anything like me, used to being an overachiever, used to um, you know doing the impossible, used to delivering hard tasks, hard deadlines. That was difficult for me, but I've learned now sometimes it's okay to step back. Not all the time if that's not your personality, but in this period of your life, this is what you need. 
Okay, under commit and know your boundaries. Know when your energy levels are low. Know when you need to ask for help. Okay, the fifth tip I would give you is to keep a, a notebook. It's always my top tip because my memory is so shocking now. And I just live with, and I get brain fog, but I live with that. And I know that a notebook is my best friend sometimes. And so any agreements that you've made with your employer or that you've made with your line manager, I would always keep a record of just for yourself, the dates, who said what, what was agreed. So there's no misunderstanding. Sixth top tip I would give you is thinking about communication. And that's got to be with your consent. And again, we're all different and we all approach our cancer diagnosis in a different way. And there's no right and there's no wrong. There is just what is right for you. And so some people are very comfortable with everybody around them and everybody that's distant to them, knowing all the ins and outs of their treatment and where they're up to and, and their diagnosis. Some people are a bit more private and don't want to share that. And that's okay as well. If that's how you feel, Again, you need to have that open and honest conversation with your line manager. But everybody else, they don't need to know the ins and outs of your treatment if you're not comfortable with that. They don't need to know exactly what has been wrong with you. So communication to your wider colleagues at work should be with your consent. It should be with something that makes you feel comfortable. And if you're not comfortable, speak to somebody. Hopefully your line manager, maybe you've got HR support at work. You can always reach out to me and I can signpost you to people who are able to help you with that. And the seventh thing, last top tip, is nowhere to find information. So as I say, you can refer to the Equality Act, you can reach out to me and I can signpost you to people and organisations that will be able to help you with any problems that you've got, maybe specific to your particular circumstances, because we're all different. So Those are my top tips for returning to work. And, you know, work at its best can be rewarding, not just financially, but emotionally as well and and spiritually. And it can be part of what makes us tick. You know, it's for a lot of people. It's a vital part of our lives and maybe something that you don't feel ready to walk away from yet. You know, those statistics saying about people stepping down from their career. If that's a positive thing, if they maybe thought, well, it's time for a change anyway, that's great. But if it's not time for a change for you, if your cancer diagnosis has come as an inconvenience and you want to get back on to your career, you want to continue to thrive, you want to continue to be a useful and wonderful part of your organisation, bringing all your skills and your experience and everything that you've brought to that role If you don't want that to stop, you don't have to. You can make adjustments. So I hope that gives you some hope. As always, I'm here for you. And I'd ask you the question, are you ready to change? Because as I said, this is all about mindset. You can have the mindset of I'm a cancer patient, I'm a cancer survivor, and my life is pretty limited. Or you can choose to have the mindset of a thriver and think, Okay, my cancer stopped me in my tracks a little bit. I wasn't expecting that. But now it's given me opportunity to make some improvements to my life, to choose the bits of my life that I love and the bits of my life that are working for me and make them bigger and better and for them to serve me better than they have before and for me to carry on enjoying a happy and healthy life as best I can. But none of us know how long we've got left. So my question to you is, are you ready to make a change? And if you are, you know that I'm here for you. I'd love to jump on a call with you if you'd like my help on a one-to-one basis. This is what I do. I've been through this myself and I've helped so many people now enjoy their return to work. 
enjoy their happy and healthy life. And as always, I'm here for you. Reach out to me, ping me a message. Love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to my podcast. It means the absolute world to me. Have a wonderful week. I shall speak to you very shortly. As always, stay safe, stay sane. Bye-bye, my love.